again. Welcome back to Date and Debate. I am your host, Andrea, and today we have a very special guest, aka me. <laughs> it's uh, my first solo episode, and um, I'm actually recording from my closet today. It is uh, almost 10 p.m., and uh, yeah, this feels a little weird, but sound is better in closets. Those who have a podcast know that, you know, closets are the place to record, I guess, right? Typically, I'll be at a Hello Studios, but today, because it's late at night and I've just been super busy at work, I just said, you know what, why not? Let's go back to the basics and start where it all began, right? So, um, one of the questions that I get a lot when I start talking about my podcast is, why did you decide to start a podcast? And I always say, good question. <laughs> I um, Back in 2018, I started writing a blog about my dating stories. And I started writing a blog because I had a pretty interesting experience on New Year's Eve. And as I was telling one of my friends, um, he was like, you really need to start a podcast. Aside from that, he also said, your stories are ridiculous. Like, you can't make this shit up. And I was like, okay, let me start with the blog. And the blog is going to be called, I Can't Make This Shit Up. Because truthfully, these stories are insane. So that's how the blog started. I was like, you know what? I'm going to write. And I was like, super angry and super upset. And I was like, just I just started writing. And when I posted my first story, the response was incredible. I mean, it sounds pretty bad to say that people enjoyed my bad dating history, but I made light of it, you know? Like, I think that's how you have to approach life sometimes. Like, things don't go well, look at the bright side. So the bright side here was that I started a blog and I made the stories pretty funny and um, relatable to a lot of the single ladies that were out there. So I started writing the blog and about probably, yeah, two years later, um, because I started the podcast in 2020, uh, the podcast was born. One thing I did want to make sure about my podcast was that it wasn't focused on me and my stories. I really wanted to get a deeper understanding um, just about relationships in general. I was already starting to do like a lot of therapy and like really do some like inner reflections and I thought why not hear other people's stories how they got to where they are whether they're divorced or in relationships whether they're married or just starting to date and just kind of like listen and as you guys know if you have been listening to my podcast it's kind of evolved into more of a resource is what I like to call it now where I talk about everything. I talk about not only people's journeys and relationships, but also have had psychologists. I've talked about women's health. I've talked about Black Lives Matter. I've talked about politics. So all these things have an impact on um, relationships in one way or another, whether it's with your family, with your siblings, with your friends, with your coworkers. And if you guys hear that noise in the background, this is the problem when you record in a closet. My AC or heater just went off. So hopefully that sound will go away in a minute. But I thought, why not go back to where it all began and share some of my stories? Um, the blog right now, while it's still live, I haven't written on it or in it, however you say it, in a very, very long time. I do enjoy writing, but if you're a writer, 
Um, I'm not saying that I'm an expert writer here, but you do have a little bit of writer's block and you have to feel inspired to do it. So maybe one day I'll pick it up again. Hopefully I do. And my goal is to write a book one day. But right now I'll just share some old stories with you guys. So why not start with the very first story? Are you guys ready? Hope you are. Mr. New Year's Eve. And this was written on January 5th, 2018. Before I get into the story, let me dive into why I'm doing this. In my life, I have been on numerous dates. Some didn't go past the first date, and a few made it into the serious in a relationship phase. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I have been through a series of bad experiences and I have learned to laugh at them and move on. For a minute, I thought something was wrong with me, and with time I realized the only thing wrong with me is that I just really know how to pick them. I love charity cases, or as my family in Spanish would say, recuperar gamines. For all of you gringo friends, this kind of means something like, I love to rehabilitate hood rats. <laughs> Not to call on my own bluff, but I have become an expert in attracting scumbags and either getting my heart broken by them or just being so perplexed by their actions, I have no option but to walk away. I invite you on a journey to laugh along with me. I have so many stories under my belt, it would be a crime not to share and allow you all into my very entertaining dating life. Names will be changed, not trying to put anyone on blast, although some of them deserve it. Stories will not be in chronological order. Some stories may involve the same person, just different situations, but nonetheless, they will be jaw droppers. Without further ado, let's begin with the most recent one. It's a fresh one, hence the title. I had been seeing slash talking to this guy for a little over a month. I met him right after a shitty breakup. I love me some rebounds. And after going on a couple of dates, it seemed like he was a nice guy, he had his shit together, a rare sighting nowadays, and was very upfront about what he wanted and what he was looking for, which aligned with what I wanted as well. Because I was still in recovery mode, I wanted to go at my own pace. I was very honest, and from day one I made it clear I wanted to take things slow, but also let him know I was interested in getting to know him. He understood. We hung out for a few more times, and everything was going slow and steady, which I liked. So far, so good, right? <laughs> Just wait. A week or so before New Year's Eve, he invited me to spend New Year's Eve with him and his son. Maybe too fast for that, but I was okay with it. And he said he wanted us to go somewhere nice for dinner, get dressed up, and ring in the New Year at home having drinks. It sounded like the perfect New Year's Eve. I'm getting older. Not saying that I'm old, I'm just too old for the club. And the idea of ringing in the new year in my PJs, drinking champagne, was like music to my ears. He offered to pick the place and orchestrated the whole thing. Again, this was his invitation and his idea. Since we had been taking things slow, obviously I was waiting for the right moment for certain things to take place. Mom and Dad, sorry if you're reading this. And what better time than New Year's Eve? I had this idea in my head it would be the most romantic time, that we would drink champs and watch the sunrise and we would cuddle our mor all morning. I was ready to go, my friends. I was locked and loaded. Can you picture it? Are you feeling the excitement? Well, 
sorry to break it to you, but you're about to get off that high real quick. And you want to know why? Let me make it easy and create a nice little list for you. Number one, when I showed up, he was hungover and tired from the night before. Hangover plus tired equals no champs or staying up late for Mr. New Year's Eve. Number two, he said he wanted us to dress up. And so I followed suit and dressed up. Not to mention, I was looking hot as fuck. He wore jeans and a very basic black sweater. Not dressed up at all, and I felt overdressed, but still hot as fuck. Number three, we get to the restaurant. Remember, this is New Year's Eve. Menus are preset and have set prices. We each ordered our meal and a glass of wine. He didn't want to do the wine pairings, and there was plenty of wine at his place, so it seemed reasonable to not go with the pairings, and I was okay with that. However, his glass of wine was $23 for one glass. In his defense, he didn't know. Number four, he asks for the check. The check comes. He looks at the check. He looks at me. He closes the check, puts the check in front of me, and goes, how do you want to do this? Me. I was silent. Inside, an inner me was like, uh, what the fuck? But my polite self came out, and I said, I can pay for my part. And so I did. I paid $120 for a New Year's Eve dinner I was invited to as a date. Had I known I had to pay, I would have at least chosen a different spot or would have opted out. I can think of a million things I could have done with $120. Sure, he paid for his son too, but he invited me. He knew what the prices were way ahead of time, and if he couldn't cover the cost, at least a heads up, am I right? But whatever. I paid, he paid, and we left. You think the story's over? <laughs> Keep reading. You would think that after that fiasco, I would have left, right? But no, stupid old me was like, well, maybe he's broke or whatever. Let's see how the rest of the night goes. It was 10 p.m. at this point. After paying $120 for dinner, you'd think the portions were large and we were stuffed, right? Wrong. So we ordered pizza naturally. At this point, I'm like, great. PJs, pizza, wine, champs, it'll be great. Who cares about dinner? It's about romance and quality time. At this point, I really wish someone would have slapped me. Pizza gets there, movie is on, wine is served, we eat a few slices, and he passes out. Let me wrap this up since you're probably like, what is wrong with you, girl? Midnight comes around, we cheers with Capri Suns. No, I'm not kidding. He falls asleep on the couch again, and I go to bed. And then the cherry on top. We wake up. We cuddle. It seemed like maybe, just maybe, things could turn around for the better that morning. He gets up and takes out the dog. I get up, brush my teeth, and wash my face. I then walk to the kitchen. He's there, and he's making coffee. I see there's only one mug. It's his mug. No other mug in sight. I look at him and say, I'd love some coffee. Can I have some? His response, sure. Help yourself. 
Mugs are in the cabinet, but I only have enough creamer for one, though. Sorry, there's milk in the fridge. And that's the story of Mr. New Year's Eve. I can't make this shit up. I don't know what you guys think about that story, but as I read this back, I realize, you know, this guy was really, he wasn't a gentleman. I don't know. I think that if, again, he invited me, he planned the whole thing, you know, we had been, I mean, things were going pretty well. And honestly, I was looking amazing. So you would think that he would have, I don't know, put a little, put, put forth a little more effort. But anyway, that's the first story that kicked off the blog. So that got a lot of comments from people. I'd love to hear your comments too. And if you have stories that you'd like to share with me, please send them over. All right, let's see what else we can read here. I'm just going to sort through the stories. I'm not going to read them in chronological order, but there are some gems in here that I'd love to share with you guys. Man, dating sucks. It really does. It's so exhausting. Oh, I got a good one. Mr. Hulk. <laughs> Story number two. Mr. Hulk. January 8th, 2018. Now, let me remind you guys. Again, these are not in chronological order. These were just stories that I had under my belt. Mr. New Year's Eve was in real time, but most of them after this were all just like memories that I had. So, let's talk about Mr. Hulk. Online dating is a thing of our generation. Many, if not most of the guys I've dated, I have met through several online dating sites. You name it, I have tried it. I have yet to pay for a dating site, but you bet your ass I've taken advantage of the seven-day free trials. There's something about paying to find love that doesn't sit well with me, and to be honest, ain't nobody got time to pay $30-plus a month to go on potentially crappy dates. Are these dating sites the best way to meet a decent guy? Who knows, but I'm a millennial, and that's what we do. Sue me. Anyway, this next story is about a dude I met on Plenty of Fish a few years back. Based on the name of the site, you can probably imagine the quality of men. I should have known better, and should have set my expectations accordingly, but you live and you learn, right? It was early December when we went on our first date and met at a restaurant in Arlington, Virginia. He was nice. A little nerdy. Nothing wrong with that. Calm down, nerds. Super into comics, video games, and worked in IT. The date was short, the food was good, and he was fun to talk to. Not really my type, but I enjoyed the conversation. We agreed to meet for a second date the next day. He mentioned he had some sort of comic convention to go to in Baltimore. Comic-Con, maybe? Can't really remember since I'm not into these things. And suggested we meet afterwards. The next day... He sends me a picture of him and his hashtag squad all dressed up. You can probably guess by the title of this entry what he dressed up as. But just in case you missed it, he dressed up as the Hulk. For some context, he actually covered his body in green paint. The costumes were pretty badass, and I was pretty impressed with the level of dedication. This was early in the day, and he said he'd be back home and ready to meet around 7.30, 8pm. I had plans to meet up with friends at a bar and told him to meet us there. Fast forward to nighttime. I'm at the bar and get a text around 8 p.m. Him. 
Hey, I'm on my way. Had to shower and stuff. Me. Cool. We're here. See you soon. 8.45 p.m. Him. Hey, I'm here. Me. Cool. I'm upstairs. Come up. The second floor of this bar is pretty narrow and long, but from where I was standing, I had a pretty good visual of the stairs. I see him come up and wave my hand so he can see me. As I'm waving, I get a glimpse of his green hand waving back at me. Did you get that? Let me repeat. A green hand. I watched him as he walked towards me, and the closer he got, the greener he got. He finally arrives, and he's green. Head to toe green. Hair, face, nails, hands, any visible part of his body was, you guessed it, green. He was Hulk in a peacoat, and I was far from feeling like Betty Ross. I can't make this shit up. <laughs> Man, I haven't read these stories in a very long time. Yeah, this is bringing back some memories, but can you believe that? He showed up, and this bar was actually, like, really, really nice. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was, like, in D.C., rooftop bar, like, super cute, kind of fancy, and this guy just shows up in full-on green makeup with, like, just normal clothes on. So, yeah, it was a sight to see, for sure. Yeah, that one got a lot of comments, lots of laughs, too. Let's see what else we got here. All right, got another one. This one was actually in uh, summer of 2019, so, and I wrote it around that time. Oh, man, these stories, man. Ugh. All right, next story, Mr. 30 Minutes, September 23rd, 2019. And I'm back after some much-needed time off. Sometimes you need to stop and reset in order to be your best self and write bomb-ass stories. So, if you've been reading my post for a while, you'll remember the one where I shared some first date do's and don'ts. If you haven't, stop right now, go back, and catch up. Well, that post was inspired by this fella. This guy and I had matched on Hinge a long time ago. And we added each other on Instagram. Around that time, he had a trip to Iceland, love me a traveler, and then I had a trip to Florida and Colombia, so we made plans to meet after my return. Truth is, I never followed up, neither did he, and we didn't talk or see each other for a while, until he slid into my DMs four months later, as we millennials do. We chatted, caught up, and made plans to meet for dinner on Sunday. This was on a Friday. He set the time and place, 5.30 p.m. at Velvet Taco. For those of you not in Dallas, this place has some really good margs and tacos and is a chill spot to hang. It's actually really good. It's one of my favorite places. Anyway, Sunday rolls around and he sends me a text at 12-ish confirming our date. He mentioned he was hanging by the pool with, with his friends and would meet me at 5 as planned. I head out at 4.45 and arrive right on time, which is not normal. I'm always late. And there he was waiting outside. We said hello to each other and walk in while in line. And before we order, the guy starts fucking yawning. 
like for real yawning like the kind of yawn that will make you yawn right now just by reading this like yawning like the long yawns you know what I mean I straight up ask him are you okay his response I'm sorry I'm a little tired I drank all day by the pool and to be honest I might be a little drunk right now but I need some food so I didn't want to bail on you oh wow thanks dude but I still stuck around I was hungry and a girl needed to eat we ordered started eating and literally 30 minutes in, he goes, I can't do this. I am really drunk and need to go home. I'm so sorry. I'll make it up to you next time. I said, next time? <laughs> no, I don't think there will be a next time. But good try and good luck. Needless to say, I left and blocked his drunk ass on Instagram. And my friends, I can't make this shit up. Can you believe it? Never show up to a date drunk. Don't go day drinking if you know you're going to meet up with a girl for dinner. It's rude. What is wrong with men? Now, I know there's some good men out there, so I'm not a man hater. But these guys, ugh. <sighs> anyway. All right. I'm just going to read one last one because I don't want to bore you guys with all my stories. You can always go back to the blog. It's called I Can't Make This Shit Up. I'll put it in the link in my bio on the podcast Instagram so you guys can check it out. It's actually a cute little website, but I'll read you one last one and then we'll call it a day. So this one is called Mr. Chicago. And I wrote this one actually, ah, I wrote this at the beginning of quarantine because I was furloughed and I... I was like, I'm going to start, I'm going to take this time to just write again and focus on my podcast and start the blog again. So I believe this was the last entry um, I wrote. So, but the story did not happen at the beginning of quarantine. This story happened, I want to say in um, probably 2019 also. But anyway, here we go. Mr. Chicago. I'm back, ladies and gents. It's been a while. As many of you, I am without a job for a couple of months. And I figured I'd use this time to get back into writing and bring you guys some joy and entertainment. All we got is each other right now, and I'm here to brighten your day. So let's jump right in and allow me to tell you the story about this guy. Mr. Chicago and I had matched on Tinder back in January 2016 when I first moved to Dallas. We chatted a bit, exchanged numbers, texted for a day, and then he ghosted. We never met. The end. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Y'all think I do you like that? Story goes on. Anyway, fast forward to summer of 2018, and we matched again. I honestly did not remember this guy, but he remembered me and also remembered very specific details from our conversation. At first, it creeped me out a bit, but the guy was super hot, so I went with it. We started talking on the app, and after about an hour, he sends me a text. The dude still had my number. Shortly after, we made plans to meet. We m went out on three dates, and they were all amazing. Date number one. This was a Thursday. Dinner at Mesero. If you're from Dallas, you've probably tried this place. It's pretty good. We ate a ton of food, had so many margs, and the conversation was truly amazing. 
We were there for about three hours and ended the night with a great kiss. Easily on my top three kissers. If you're reading this and we have kissed, don't ask where you fall on the list. In all honesty, it's very likely that my top three don't even read this blog. So there's your answer. Date number two. This was Saturday. It was a pool date. He came over to my place. We grilled by the pool and had some drinks. When the sun came down, we went back to my place, watched a movie, and ordered Thai food. Lots of smooching and cuddling. Oh my god, I was so lame. Date number three. This was the following Thursday. It was dinner at his house. He cooked, had a great wine selection, set a very romantic tone, table was set, candles were lit. It was very cheesy, but very romantic, and I appreciated his attention to it all. He made me feel very special. His house was gorgeous. He had three dogs, and they were the cutest and the sweetest dogs. At one point, I was playing with one of the dogs, and he says, I can definitely picture you here with us for a very long time. You're amazing. Oh my god, guys. Inside, my heart was like beating super fast. In all honesty, I was very happy and hopeful. He seemed like a very honest guy, and our time together was actually pretty special. He treated me right, and he showed me that chivalry was not dead. And yes, I stayed the night. Zero regrets. Here we go with that. Here again. The next morning, we had breakfast, and I left shortly after. We made plans to have dinner the next weekend because he had a work trip in Chicago. This is where he's originally from, by the way. We kissed goodbye, and I went home feeling great, and I was truly on cloud nine. That evening, he calls me, we chat for a bit, we say goodnight to each other, and everything seemed normal. And you know I'm about to drop that bomb, sis, don't ya? I decide to go on social media and do a little lurky lurk sesh. Come on, we all do it. Full transparency, I typically do check social media prior to any date just to make sure I'm not going out with a total psycho. In this case, I had him on Instagram, but he didn't seem very active, so I didn't even think about checking Facebook until that night. So, I looked him up on Facebook and he had been tagged in a picture about a week prior to us meeting. It was a picture of him and his fucking wife. Mm Mm-hmm. PSA to my ladies, always check all social media platforms before a date. I had honestly forgot about this part. Anyway, on with the story. My heart sunk and I was livid to say the least. I collected myself, took a deep breath and called him. Him. Hey babe. Me. Hey, is there anything you want to tell me? Him. What? What do you mean? Me. I'm giving you a chance to come clean and be honest. Him. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? Typical, right? I hung up and texted him the picture. Silence. After about two hours, I get a phone call where he admitted he had been married for seven years and he split split his time between Chicago and Dallas because of work. Oh, and remember that gorgeous house he had? Yeah, not his. And the dogs? You guessed it, not his either. So there you go, just another day 
in the dating life of Andrea. I can't make this shit up. <laughs> you guys. You guys, you guys, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed my reading. I have never read to, I mean, aside from like last episode with Dear Diary, but I had people around me and it was different, but recording by myself is a little awkward. Um, but yeah, I haven't had any crazy stories in a while because I haven't really been dating and I've been really, really, really selective with who I go on dates with. And I've also just, 2020, I really took the time to just focus on myself and just do me, work and yeah, spend time with my little kitty cat. So hopefully 2021 brings me some better luck, but I know some of you can relate to these stories and if you would like to come on the podcast and share some of them, please let me know. Send me a DM. Um, I'm happy to read your stories. We can keep them anonymous if you don't want to put yourself out there, but I know that we all have some wild ones, um, wild stories to tell. But uh, I also believe that not all men are bad. I also think that the right guy is out there for me. I just haven't had the best of luck and that's okay. That is not a reflection on me as I have learned. And if you're on the same boat, it's not always a reflection on you either. We just need to weed through the scumbags to get to our prince, right? <laughs> all right, you guys, well, I hope you enjoyed listening to me by myself. Let me know how you felt. And if I should do this again, or if I should just stick to having guests. But anyway, it's late. I'm a little tired. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you like what you heard, spread the word. And I will be back likely in a couple of weeks. I have some recordings coming up, so there's a chance we won't have a, an episode next Tuesday. There might be, but there may not be. So um, if I don't see you next week, I'll definitely see you in two weeks. If you like what you heard, again, spread the word, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, Date and Debate Pod. Catch me on the pitch tonight, maybe next week too. We'll have some updates for you guys about the pitch. Thank you so much for listening and hope you have a wonderful week.